Good morning. Welcome to the Eternal Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Peterson. Today I wanted to talk about something that kind of connected um, dots-wise between a couple podcast episodes I was listening to recently. One podcast episode was about people that exhibit passive-aggressive behavior and around, you know, conflict, um, difficult conversations, negotiations, those kinds of things. Um, And the other episode was a business episode podcast about fake reviews online. And there's a story on this uh, episode about a man that wanted to make a point that some of these uh, review websites were not um, accurate or could be easily hacked, so to speak. At least the system or the the process uh, could be hacked. So what he did was he created a fictitious restaurant in London. And he got all the information he needed to generate an account of or a place within TripAdvisor. He got the address and it was called The Shed. Um, You can look this up, I'm sure. And he created this place, got a throwaway phone. Uh, number, etc., and he started getting his family and friends to leave reviews on the shed, which was basically his shed in his backyard. And he eventually got to be in the top 200 restaurants within London on TripAdvisor, and then eventually um, got to the number one spot, a uh, number one restaurant on TripAdvisor. Now, obviously, he started getting a lot of phone calls, people trying to make reservations. Well, he, part of the whole stunt was to make it a very secret place, and you could not get reservations there. You had, it was invite only, uh, by invitation only to this restaurant. So, it wasn't a, uh, you weren't able to actually get a reservation there. So, people would call, trying to make a reservation, he would say, well, we're six months out or six weeks out booked and besides it's invitation only etc etc so he wouldn't actually take real reservations and it was just a kind of a publicity experiment hack stunts whatever you want to call it um anyway that whole episode kind of got into i'll finish the story a little bit with him he eventually had a one night basically event where he actually um made loud reservations be made for like a couple dozen people or whatever it was it was actually in his shed he gave them basic food but he had like a dozen or so actors as part of the whole stunt that um you know participated in the the evening at this place and these people came away some of them still trying to book reservations come back for a second time because he had created so much publicity and buzz around this fictitious um restaurant number one rated restaurant in London. The whole idea, though, that sort of got me talking, uh, thinking about this is they were talking about how fake reviews get posted in the first place, whether they're fake negative reviews or fake positive reviews. So you, the fake positive reviews are companies trying to make their brand or their company or their image look better online. The fake negative reviews are many times a disgruntled customer, a former coworker, or former, I'm sorry, employee, a former partner, maybe a spouse that's got turned negative um, on the the other owner, um, different things like that. Uh, 
suppliers, partners, other other situations where it's turned super negative, and so they just start leaving negative, fake negative reviews about how horrible the the brand or the company or restaurant is. It sort of got me thinking, though, about this whole passive-aggressive behavior. And these people are coming across and creating this, you know, negative image of the brand or the company because they are upset about something that happened in the past. Now, on the surface, they're trying to just manage the fake reviews and deal with those fake reviews. But deeper down, there's a deeper issue with the company or the person or whoever the offended party is because they've become offended somehow with the whole situation. They've become upset. Whether it was they didn't get enough pay or they weren't properly compensated, they, you know, some other way they were not treated what they thought fairly. Now, they may have been treated fairly, but in some way, something went south, something went sour. And, you know, the surface problem is they're trying to stomp out the fake reviews, but I guess I'm approaching this or thinking about this from the business standpoint or the the leader's standpoint within the organization about what are we doing on a daily basis to create trust, transparency, authenticity, and fairness to those we interact with, whether they're employees, team members, um, colleagues, uh, the owners, um, partners, investors, suppliers, vendors, those kinds of things, our our customers. What are we doing to treat them fairly and to make them feel valued? Um, a lot of times we, we try to rush through the process, and if the wrong has been made, we kind of just r- rush it under the rug, so to speak, sweep it under the rug, and not deal with it. Whereas we could actually try to get some kind of point of resolution with it. Now, maybe it's a pretty epic failure, and that epic failure might cost a lot to resolve, and maybe it's not worth it um, from a company standpoint. Maybe the company's willing to walk away from trying to solve that reputation issue that could potentially turn into a bigger nightmare from a branding standpoint or online review standpoint. Anyway, it's just kind of a thought about what are we doing to manage our reputation, but more than that, what are we doing to to allow for correcting, making wrongs right? Are we are we really going the extra mile? Are we putting the effort to make wrongs Right, whether that's within our family, within our community, within our work, uh, whatever, wherever it is, are we making the wrongs right? Are we, are we willing to forgive? Are we willing to um, move past something? Sometimes when there's hurts, there's there's issues on both sides. It's not a one-sided issue. One person hurt one, then another person hurt the other, and kind of just spiraled out of control. And people don't feel like they're being heard or valued or understood and neither party wants to come to the table to forgive the other there's a there's a there's an element of humility in that and it's a it's can be challenging as a as a leader sometimes there can be something that goes wrong in a situation like i just had something recently um, with my team go wrong and the team member one team member got really um kind of the short end of the stick and had to deal with deal with the problem and there was you might say some multiple members within our team and and our partner teams that might have had failures but in the end um 
the goal for me is that I own the problem, that I own the mistake, and that I say this was my fault, that I will try to, you know, review the scheduling, review the the um, the paperwork and the, the, the things better so that one of our team members doesn't get the short end of the stick. Maybe clearly talk about what we want to have moving forward as a team, um, what kind of um, support we want to provide to our customers and what what needs to be done to um, support that. But the root problem, if I just come in with the attitude of I'm going to f- try to fix the problem without really taking responsibility of it for the original issue, the team doesn't feel like, they just feel like it's another slap stick, you know, slap, slap a sticker on this and kind of we're just going to try to fix this without me taking a real responsibility and say, hey, I'm sorry, buddy, you had to, you know, get this, deal with such a rough issue um, and, and stay so late to deal with it um, versus me just, you know, just kind of blowing it off, say, oh, we're going to put this procedure in place or this this uh, situation. Um, we're going to fix it this way without taking some kind of personal accountability, personal responsibility. Recently, I read the um, book and I apologize I did not turn my uh, notifications off my wife says I need to do that when I create these episodes but uh, recently I put a um, recently I had a chance to read the book QBQ Um, again I've read it before in the past and uh, actually had a chance to meet the author um, recently and uh, the idea behind QBQ is the question behind the question. It's a lot about personal responsibility and taking ownership of of, of situations and, and things. And so many times that can be hard. Humility is a difficult thing. Um, to be humble, to admit we're wrong, um, that, can, that can be certainly a challenge. And that's why I think kind of going back to a bigger picture element of this um, is if we believe in God, a higher power, he can grant us or give us that humility, give us that grace, give us that strength to have personal responsibility and have humility and have the ability to admit our wrongs, to make things right, and to own up to the mistakes we make, even if it's mistakes from our team. But we are still taking that ownership element of things. Anyway, that's my thought for the day. I'll leave you with that. If you would like to reach out to me, feel free to email me. I've had a few people uh, connect with me through the podcast now, so uh, I'd love to hear from you. JordanCPeterson.com is the website. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N.com. If you go to the bottom there, you'll see some social media links as well as my email address and even phone number. Uh, Feel free to reach out to me, send me a text message, give me a call, send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Um, You can actually go to the Anchor uh, podcast page for this podcast and you can actually leave a voice message on there, voicemail for me as well. So thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.